get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line now, and Jeff Saturday of ESPN joins us, former Colts and Packers for a year setter. Jeff, Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us. Thanks for taking some time. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. Glad to be with you guys. Just had a lot of fun on Get Up, man. Ready to continue it going. Awesome. Well, let's keep the fun going, Jeff. Well, not fun coming out of Jacksonville. Some news there with Travis Etienne out for the season with that Liz Frank injury to his left foot. The Jaguars, their offensive line hasn't been 100% sound this preseason. If you're Urban Meyer, do you consider sitting Trevor Lawrence or do you still roll with him despite what you've seen this preseason and that Etienne injury? No, I think you still roll with them. I mean, I think obviously the, the tackles are struggling, um, both tackles, honestly, Bo, uh, Cam on the, on the left. It, you know, so, you know, when you look at this this football team, they're going to have to grow together. And, and when you look at the offensive line, there's going to have to be some type of rhythmic passing game where Trevor Lawrence has a clock in his head of when to get rid of the football and, and not take unnecessary shots, right? And so when you look at this football team, I understand with ETN leaving uh, or being in injured and missing the season. Um, but Robinson's a, a really good physical back. They already have, you know, he's an undrafted guy, maybe one of the best of all time as a rookie. Um, and so they'll, they'll have to lead with their run, uh, you know, kind of base their offense off the play action and just trust that their quarterback understands living to play the next play uh, is, is extremely important because you're not going to make a run this year. You don't have the team as a whole. You just want to grow as a player uh, and, and, and learn as opposed to worrying about taking unnecessary hit. Jeff, you look back at the guy that you played with for such a long time, Peyton Manning, and he walks into a situation in his rookie year where he's got Marshall in the backfield, he's got Marvin Harrison, he's got an offensive line with Tarek Glenn and Jay Lewenberg and Tony Mandarich and Adam Meadows, guys that were good players in the NFL. It doesn't seem like any of these rookie quarterbacks this year are walking into what could be considered a really good, let alone ideal situation. No, you're exactly right. And I, and I think when you look at it, probably uh, Wilson probably has the best opportunity from an, from an offensive line perspective when you, um, you know, when you look at that just from a, um, j- just from a, a perspective of, of a run, you know, a run-centric offense and the explosiveness that I think Wilson can have. But you're exactly right. Listen, you know, with, with teams that you're getting drafted high, they're not good football teams. So you're getting pulled in. You know, you look at the Bears, and they're a 500 football team uh, last year. But but I think when you look at Justin Fields, I think he actually makes their offensive line better because of his mobility, being able to run, you know, QB uh, naked boots and, and waggles. Um, and so when I look at that, I think he, he actually improves their football team but there's very few just straight drop back teams uh, to your point of, of any of the, where these quarterbacks are walking in. So they're all going to have to go in understanding offenses and, and understanding their roles. But you just, you know, from their perspective, again, it's, 
It's understanding the, the offense in totality, and that means understanding protections, where guys are coming free, understanding those type of things. It's not just let's go out and wing it, right? Like, I mean, you've you got to really understand the offense as a whole and give yourself the best chance to succeed. With Justin Fields specifically, Jeff, no offensive line is good against Aaron Donald. So do you, do you get where uh, where Matt Nagy's coming from in starting uh, Andy Dalton in that opener, at least, against the Rams? I don't, you know, and listen, I'm one of those guys. I think Justin Fields, I had him right behind uh, or almost neck and neck with Trevor Lawrence. And so um, I liked him coming out of Ohio State. I actually watched him play. I'm from Georgia, and so I actually watched T.N. Lawrence uh, in high school. And then as he went from Georgia to Ohio State, uh, man, this kid's a winner, man. Like, he's he's freaking tough. He's tough-minded. I mean, listen, he, he, I think he threw – 70 touchdowns at Ohio State and less than 10 interceptions in a couple of years. Took him to the championship game with broken ribs. I mean, he understands football, and he understands a, a tough situation that he is in Chicago. But, man, he gives them the best chance to win. And this is no disrespect to Andy Dalton. I think he's a good player. But if I'm if, if I'm Matt Nagy and, and Pace, Justin's going to be my guy, man. And, and I'm going to ride with him. And, and they have a tough schedule, there's no doubt. But unless you plan on sitting him an entire year, I don't really understand the philosophy because he's not going to be a better player if you if you bench him for six weeks. It's not like he's going to get you know reps with the ones so he can improve himself. He's going to be running scout team and doing that kind of thing and getting a couple plays here and there. I just don't see that uh, you know improving a quarterback. So again, if you're all in on Andy Dalton for a whole year, I get it. But this whole let's wait till midseason, I don't think that improves his situation at all. Jeff, let's stick with quarterbacks, but let's go to New Orleans. So Saints head coach Sean Payton, he's declined to make an official announcement yet as to who's going to be the starting quarterback between Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Jameis had a strong outing this past weekend. He completed nine of 10 passes, 123 yards and two deep touchdown throws. And there's a lot of excitement surrounding what could potentially become of Jameis Winston if he's the quarterback in New Orleans. But the numbers are what they are in Tampa Bay. We know the interceptions. We know the struggles that Jameis has dealt with. Do you really think that you're going to see a different Jameis Winston with the Saints? I do. And, and listen, let me just, you know, the no risk it, no biscuit, uh, Bruce Arians, you know, kind of kind of coined phrase and, you know, all the things that B.A. is. And he was one of my coaches, by the way, when I was in Indianapolis. So, you know, I know him, got a ton of respect for him. But but Jameis Winston kind of lived up to that, right? He, I mean, 30 and 30 and, you know, he can make the big plays, but he's given up. But that's not Sean Payton. That's not what Drew Brees did, right? They, they believe in protecting the football. Uh, they're not afraid to check it down and and, and let their defense do work. They're not afraid to use a screen game, and, it, and it's not all vertical passing all the time. I think that benefits Jameis Winston a ton, and I think he will be a different quarterback in New Orleans than he was in Tampa. And, and again, um, you, you know, systems matter. Coaching matters, right? And, and the fit between a player and a system matters. There are very, very few players that transcend systems in the NFL. And, and so when you're talking about Jameis Winston, I think the system in New Orleans will be a huge benefit for him. And I think he'll be a huge benefit for New Orleans this season. Jeff, the NFC West is so intriguing. You could really make a case that all of the teams in the division could make the playoffs. But if you were a betting man and picking a horse in the NFC West, who do you like? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm really on the fence. Look, I, I, I like the Rams and I like Stafford with McVay. 
I also really like the 49ers. And I'm just telling you, like, when you look at the 49ers, they have, they have their schedule's not crazy. I mean, it's an, it's a, actually, it's an easy schedule, um, if, if, if you can say that, right? I mean, I'm saying that with respect that it's the NFL. But when you look at their schedule as a whole, I like how they stack up against teams. I think they stay healthy. I think Jimmy G um, can carry them a long way. And I think sprinkling in Lance every now and then gives defenses other things to work on, so little packages. I'm telling you, man, Kyle Shanahan gets hot with this offense. Um, you know, th- this is a scary football team. So those are probably my two favorites. Uh, but you're right, all four could potentially be playoff teams, which would be just insane. But they're all good enough to do it. Hey, Jeff, one more thing. Here in St. Louis, the Chiefs are three and a half hours down the road. And as great as they are, they are starting essentially three rookies on the right side of their offensive line with Humphrey at center, Trey Smith at right guard, Niang at right tackle. And they're great on the left side with Thune and Brown. Should Chiefs fans be at all concerned about the inexperience on that offensive line? No, I like this offensive line, and I think they're tough. You know, they're they're deep. First of all, they're deep. I think Veach did a good job of going out and and helping just in case they did run into injuries like they did last season, uh, which you know just decimated them towards the end of the year. But um, I, I like it. Listen, I like the tenacity of this group. I like Edwards Alaire. I think I think he is a true weapon in the backfield, and and you know for all the things that Mahomes does. He's about as good, you know, he and Aaron Rodgers are about as good as you get of being able to buy time backpedaling in the pocket. And I, I'm just telling you, there are very few guys who can do it. And so on the right side, he's going to see it. He'll be able to re- react to it. So if there is an area where you can kind of get away with or kind of bend the rules a little bit from an offensive line perspective, it's that. Um, I think this team, again, is playing for the AFC Championship game and, and potentially the Super Bowl uh, if they stay healthy. So, no, not, not a great concern for me on this offensive line. In fact, I think it might end up being a strength towards the latter part of the season. Jeff Saturday, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Had a blast. You have a great day. You too. That is Jeff Saturday. You see him on all of the ESPN platforms, of course, on SportsCenter and on uh, First Take and on uh, – hear him on the radio. He's everywhere. He's on our morning show before we come on the air. He He was just on Get Up. He's everywhere. You can't get away from Jeff Saturday, and that's (laughs) a great thing. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.